On this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we talk about No More Heroes 3 for the Nintendo Switch. Does it live up to past No More Heroes games? Also, we talk about Gamescom 2021 and the games and announcements we enjoyed. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to the Everybody Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Sparza. And... The next big thing, Joe Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another week of the Everybody Control Podcast, the podcast you come to for all the news, tips, tricks, everything you want to know about the video game world. Well, not everything, but what we're interested in, we're here for you. We're here to keep you up to date on the most important things that we like, because that's what we do. Joe... Bethel, yes. It's been a while. It's good to see you guys in the flesh. Let's get the show on the road. Bethel, hey, suffer, hey. I didn't realize I had like uh, fourteen dollars in in uh, eShop points for the Switch oh, on really? Nintendo. <gasps> Me too, dude. I was like, oh shit, cool. I ended up buying a uh, Hades. Oh. And I've never played like a, a roguelike game. This game's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I, like, I didn't realize like like I had just heard so many good things about it. So I was like, I mean, I, I kind of if I kind of felt like I bought it at a discount uh-huh. because I already had like fifteen bucks in it, so I paid like ten dollars more for it. Uh, but going through it, I was like, fuck, dude, this game is fun. Like I, I was I started playing it. And like I was trying to like figure out like oh, okay it's like like uh, I mean just like I don't know much about like the rogue like games I just mm-hmm. know that the every every turn every every time around that you play it's completely different yeah I know that but this game like I was going through it and I get pretty far and then I die I was like fuck I died uh-huh. and I go like right, let's try it again <laughs> <laughs> I go back into it yeah but dude, yeah it's, it's it's been a lot of fun like some of the uh, what I like is just like your some some of the um, abilities that you that you have. Did mm-hmm. you play it? Did you play Hades? Yeah, I okay. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like the abilities that you can. There are permanent abilities. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. Because like I, I would have hated to have started like like a, that week fucking at the like the weakest uh, in, in the beginning because mm-hmm. you're still like you're not super weak, but you're still like you're you're. Uh, I, guess, I mean, obviously not as strong, and then you just like can unlock certain weapons. Some of the weapons that are, are on there are. are are really fun. Like I, I used the, uh, the it was like a crossbow. I was like, nah, this ain't, this ain't cool. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And then, but I unlocked the shield. Then you could throw the shield if like Captain America, just throw it around and stuff. Oh. Did you get to get that far? Yeah. You did? I think it did. Yeah, but that one so far has been the my favorite weapon. But yeah, just like the, the story about it's pretty cool. Like you're not actually Hades. You're you're Hades' son. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh okay. But like, like when Hades do I when Jr.? do I get to be Hades? Yeah, Hades Jr. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty fun, like uh, just like the the. Is it any the point char- Hades it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was he? Uh, just like some of the characters, the voice acting is really good in this. Like mm-hmm. it's for like a smaller game. Uh, I mean, I don't know how small it is, but like it's 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 fun 
seeing text and there's actually voices to it to the text um the arch downs game is is fucking it's really nice i like the yeah. depth of like some of the some of these levels like you'll be playing you'll be playing as like a it looks kind of like the the diablo top down kind of look mm-hmm. and you see in the background like some of the stuff moving around too like a, as you're moving it's kind of like a i don't know just like the background kind of moves like in i don't know i don't even know how to explain it it's just like like the old sega games kind of had that what's it called Parallaxing? Yeah, it's not exactly like that, but it's like a little mm-hmm. more. It, it adds depth to the game, so I really like the uh, the art style of it. Um, and like when you die, like he has like a little mic. So, all right, let's kind of like all right, I don't know exactly. What, I don't remember exactly <laughs> what he said. I was like, let's do it again. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty. It's been it's been a lot of fun. So like, I played for like two and a half hours earlier today because I I got my oil change. So I was like, oh, I want to try this out, and I just played it for like the whole time until my. My car was uh, done being serviced. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm excited to, to keep playing this because I I'm I'm really enjoying it. Like it's it may it got it gets me more interested in like other roguelike games. Yeah. Too, so. Wait, so you took your Switch with you? Yeah. To, and you played it? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. cool. All right. Yeah. So it's like oh, might as well do something because I didn't want to yeah. I didn't want to just, just sit there. Cool. Although the, I mean, when I was when I was at the uh, dealership getting my car serviced, they were they were showing the uh, Little League World Series, so I would have been entertained anyway. Yeah. yeah. But I played I played Hades. That's all I played. But it's 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 dope, dude. I like it. Yeah, a lot. yeah, that's good. So I'm, I want to get more into it so I can, so I can get further. Because it's uh yeah, it does get hard. Like some of the bosses are like fuck, they're like they're pretty tough. But mm-hmm. once you kind of figure out like how to move around, like using the dash helps a ton to to avoid uh, the enemies. It's a uh, it's pretty fun. Like re- it's kind of like rewarding. Like when you fucking pull off some like badass move and then you like dash out of the out of the way mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah it's it's dope I'm enjoying it what about you Joe what's up for? I have played close to nothing <laughs> Madden I did play Madden I played uh, we've, we've got a couple of It's it's been very difficult because I'm, I'm starting to wonder like I'm not starting to wonder because I'll get into it but I've just been so like I'm done I, with Madden no, I Madden just, isn't what it's about. What it used I to be. I just haven't been playing it lately. Like, and even when I have to play a game, it was like, God damn it, I got a fucking response. I gotta, I gotta go do this. Yes, yeah, so I have been. I was just like, but I, don't really want to I think it's just because I'm. It's I haven't gotten into the. We haven't had to do a season yet, so a lot of this just feels like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but ironically, we did like a, a little. We've done a little uh, tournament in our in our league to prepare since we're all waiting for that update, and uh, it's a double elimination tournament and. Uh, your boy's in the finals, and he hasn't even lost a game yet. It's crazy. Well, which one of these leagues is it? Your fifth it's one? It's our home league. No, it's our home oh, league. Oh, okay. Well, we got three now. It's our home league, and uh-huh. then I've got two others, an Xbox and a PS5. I've done oh. A couple of regs leagues. That's all I'm doing this season. I'm not doing four or five this year. I'm going to keep, keep it down. But uh, your boy's in the finals. I don't know how I do it sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I whooped on. Uh, <laughs> I whooped on. I beat uh, our the guy who's the Chargers user, uh, who had actually beat me before. Mm-hmm. So it was like actually getting a beat. I was like, oh, wow, I beat him. But that, that game was like 7-6. I threw like two, I threw two uh, end zone interceptions uh, in the first half where I was like, I should have beat this guy by a lot. Yeah. I didn't. It was, it was frustrating. <laughs> and then I uh, I put a whooping on, uh, on Dustin. Uh, I put a whooping on him. One of our other guys, uh, one of the one of the close to basically a founding member, and then uh, yeah, took, took to, 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 to the semifinal, and there I am. So somebody in the losers bracket's gonna have to beat me two straight. 
It's like evil. Ooh, it's like evil. It's probably gonna be better. Unless no, you gotta play Dave. Huh? You probably have to play Dave once yeah, you, once you sure if you beat uh, Rick. That fucking uh, who was it? Dolphins. He's pretty good. He beat the shit out of me. But I beat him in the fi- that he's who I played in the finals of the winners bracket, and I beat him 13 seven 13 yeah. six yeah. it was close yeah it was a good I, game i started doing He's better but way like, better he, yeah he he fucked me up yeah i beat him 13 six but and it was a close game like both ways like we had a total of like three or four uh end zone <laughs> interceptions too it was it was a really close one yeah he's, he seems to have gotten like at least this game he seems like more on so he's probably gonna be mm-hmm. a good competitor yeah um but yeah that was uh i did that played that um that's been it man i've just been watching kind of like going low watching tv mm-hmm. uh Keeping up with uh, Reservation Dogs. Oh, I haven't watched the newest episode. All all I know is episode three was fan. Yeah. Like, I mean, the first two were interesting, but three was like, I'm in. Yeah, I'm just in. I agree. Damn, I got to watch it. Third one's good. Yeah. And I saw the fourth one. The fourth one's pretty good, too. I haven't watched that yet. I haven't seen it. Okay. Pretty good. But yeah, three, super entertaining. Mm -hmm. Super, super good. Mm -hmm. Love that one. Um, Watch that. I don't think I watched anything else. It's pretty much been it for me, man. It's been it's been pretty chill. Jesse, what's up? I for me, it was just getting everything ready to get ready for No More Heroes three because I've been playing No More Heroes two and then Travis Travis Strikes Again. Oh, did you beat that? Uh, yes. So I had to get everything ready before I had wanted to play three because I was like, I'm I'm pretty sure I might not need to play these games to go into three, but I just want to be safe, right? And I didn't see this in, in last week's episode, but I I kind of sat on two for a while. Like, I played a good chunk, and then I sat on it for, like, a few weeks. And then I realized, man, I'm coming up to the date of No More Heroes 3, so I really got to get on this. Mm-hmm. And it just clicked with No More Heroes 2. It, it's, such, it's a really good game. And I think, to me, it's the closest. It's not great in the part of, like, comparing it to this. But it's the closest of like their their enemy character designs and their characters are like almost but not really there on par with like Kojima's enemies like Foxhound, mm-hmm. Dead Cell, you know. Um, just I liked a lot of what the characters were, and again, it's the tradition of like No More Heroes where there's a story, but it doesn't dwell on it way too much. And when I kind of question things, it's like, oh no, this is what's going on. It's like here you go, okay, let's let's continue. And that's why I liked, and I did like two overall. Um, I felt it was a little bit compared to one. It had an improvement on it, but um, I think where it was lacking was the gameplay improved, but it didn't pr- improve enough. Yeah. It was still fun though. So, um, but the the tedium of doing uh, the same thing where it's like, oh, okay, you got to go fight the assassin. And then you're in the building and fight all these guys and then get to the assassin. Toward the end, it's like, okay, this is getting kind of like stale on the second one. Really one of the one of the going things. That's always been one of the issues of the, yeah. the series, kind of. Yeah. Especially at the, towards the end. But still really liked it. I liked where the story was going, even though like Suda, um, Suda 51 kind of like didn't really think he thought No More Heroes wasn't going to do good or did, we're just going to make this. That's it. I don't care kind of thing. But it, it continued because the the Wii version of No More Heroes actually sold really well on the Wii, and I re- Travis Strikes Again was such a breath of fresh air, as in like a change up. Because I felt like if it was the same thing that I had already played two times, I was gonna be like, oh man, okay, I'm kind of bored. But it was such a change up where it's not really a No More Heroes game, but it is. 
that um, it had some combat changes because it's just it, it's like it's basically like a shmup, like a shoot 'em up, mm. but you're Travis and you're kind of like waving your your beam katana, and but it gives you abilities like a slowdown, kind of like like power ups and stuff that you can use once they charge up uh, and everything. Travis strikes again, right? Yeah, yeah. Travis like, strikes again. So I really liked Travis Strikes Again. And I remember when I first played it, I got to a certain point and I was like, oh, okay, I'll play this later. And I never went back because it got kind of hard. But this time I finally went through it, played through it. Now, a lot of it was different enough and got really wacky as in story-wise. Like, No More Heroes was always weird and over the top. But the, the Strikes Again, it was so over the top that it was entertaining. But I could see there's moments in it where some people would not really enjoy it. The, there's like these text adventure portions that are actually at first i thought it was just like oh you can choose to go through this yeah. but you have to yeah, yeah. to progress the story the next, yeah. but it does it's actually written really well but all in all travis strikes again nice breath of fresh air a nice change up to go through um i remember originally when it came out there i had the assumption that it was going to be indie devs that took sections of the game but i heard that was the premise that's what they wanted to do but it was too much of a language barrier between suda and someone like who worked on Shovel yeah. Knight or like uh, Hotline Miami mm-hmm. to kind of get the point across. Uh, so they ended up just taking, we're going to so do it stuck. then. Yeah, because it was just too much of a, a barrier. And the reason I found that out was because uh, one of our favorite uh, guys who does YouTube videos, uh, Matt Matt McMuscles, oh, you did. He, he did a retrospective oh, on wow. No More Heroes. And it was cool to find out all the stuff about like Travis Strikes Again, Yeah, how No More Heroes 2 was originally supposed to have its reveal at an E3 press conference but got kicked off to the side, why do you think? And again, I'll give you a hint. They were being published by Ubisoft, and they got kicked off stage and not presented because someone else took the time. Assassin's Creed. No. James Cameron. Because James oh, Cameron... Oh, Because the James, Avatar, Avatar stuff? The Avatar stuff. Fuck because that. James Cameron took so long, they Dude, bumped him off. That was so fucking boring. Yeah. I remember that. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Just this is off topic, but I mean mm. now that you bring up Avatar, what do you think the point is of doing a second and third? I really don't think anyone cares about those I movies. The movies? Here's People the thing. fucking love them though, dude. I really I, I don't didn't think fucking it was good. like I watched it. It was an experience. <laughs> like I, that was the whole thing. It was like, all right, I'm gonna go in there and watch it in fucking three D. It, I mean, like the movie itself is pretty shitty, but yeah. like you know, you went in and you watched the 3Ds. But well, then, then like 3D got right? done better by fucking the the uh, gravity, Jackass 3D, yeah, gravity. Oh yeah, oh. actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too. No, it yeah, was that's... actually really good use of 3D, <laughs> yeah. but gravity killed it. And then yeah. it was like, yeah, why the fuck would I ever go back to Avatar? I've never uh-huh. seen that movie again, other than the one time in the theater, just because I was like, let's experience it, uh-huh. might yeah. as well. So I don't know. Um, but my, the huge test is whenever these sequels come out to see how it does. But I don't know what it is about James Cameron, and I like James Cameron. He can sometimes sell things. Fuck so it, if he, if Avatar two, whenever they, they come out, and if they hit it big again, it's just he just knows what to do. He, he just was knows. just like, remember that it was a time where it was just like three D is the thing. His little three D is going to change everything, yeah. and all this shit was like, was only back for you don't years. see any fucking three D TVs anymore, right? Yeah. Nobody's fucking buying this shit anymore. No it's like whatever. Expensive bags classes. I think I think something like 3D movies only work when they actually want to make them, where it's not shoehorned in. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like yeah, someone like James Cameron, uh, fuck, what was the director who did Gravity? Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like him, people who are actually like, this is how I'm envisioning it. Those are the ones that sell it. But how many people actually want to do it? Not that many. 
the experience is only like a few people. Like it, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like and then they just shoehorn it on everything. Greatest oh, 3D. The, I'm sorry, but the greatest 3D movie of all time was Captain EO. It's just yeah, fuck yeah, it was dude. great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking hey man, it still holds up if you ever watched it. Um, speaking of Alfonso Cuaron, uh, if anybody is listening, I mean anybody listening, watch Children of Men because it's a fucking fantastic movie. <laughs> I still gotta watch it. You gotta let me borrow it. I love it. Yeah. Because it's not in streaming services anymore. It's not. It's off now. I think it was on Amazon for a while and then it went off Amazon. Um, but yeah, that's for Matt Mus- uh, McMuscle's mm-hmm. video. That's I found out about that, and then Travis strikes again. He's on but Retronauts a lot too. I like I like him. He's oh really? Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, been yeah. on a, yeah. Yeah, a, a lot lately. I think I listen to Retronauts again. Um, but watching that, yeah, going through it, honestly, Travis strikes again was really fun. I, I had a good time. Sometimes it was a slog through it a bit, but again, what I really enjoyed about it was the change up, and it kind of spiced everything up. But while I was playing it, I'm like, man, some of these ideas, maybe not the over-the-top stuff, but getting special like uh, moves, special like abilities that you can use during combat, I hope that transitions over to No More Heroes 3. Now, I was able to finish up everything. No More Heroes 2, Travis Strikes Again, by the time No More Heroes 3 came out. So I was able to have like a week of just relaxing you know, kind of get ready for No More Heroes 3. I don't want to ruin anything. I'll just talk about basics. No More Heroes 3 is the most stylish and over-the-top fucking No More Heroes in the whole... This has made me... I've always liked Suda51, but Suda51 now, because of this fucking game, has made me like, he's right there with Kojima to me now. <laughs> he, it was it, No More Heroes 3, and I'm trying not to hype it up too much. <clears throat> I'm going to say this right now. If you're if you're on the fence of getting No More Heroes 3, this is what I recommend. Honestly, you people are probably going to say, oh, you don't have to play the other games. Honestly, to get the most excitement and understand what's going on, you have to beat 1, 2, and Travis Strikes again. Because stuff did transition they over. Did they did what I wanted. They added the extra combat things that you can do. Now you can jump. Now the combo, like everything feels so good. Like it's such a huge improvement over. uh, It evolved well. They evolved it well. It's still janky in some areas. You know, it's not 100% perfect. But with what they did, it is so fun. The combat is so varied. So many things you can do. I'm I'm waiting for a digital foundry something because I think the whole thing in combat is still running 60 frames. I haven't seen it chug, but maybe I'm not noticing it because there's just so much shit on screen. The kills are awesome. The combat's awesome. The enemies, because basically what you're doing is you're fighting aliens in this one. It's so varied and so changed up that I was getting stale of just killing dudes in the in the first two games mm-hmm. that you're just killing all these variety of different types of enemies that it's just so it's so cool and all of them perform differently and then ideas it, it just it's a, it's evolved since one going on and, and me going through them all like just seeing that of it being evolved really excited me it was it was what I wanted everything from the visual style the humor and now the story, it's, it's a much broader story than the other ones. It still has that like, oh, this is what's going on here. You go, you know, but I think if you jump into it, you're like, I don't understand who these characters are. I don't know mm. what's going on. What's this? And there's a lot of things where you're just like, oh man, that's from here. And oh man, this is from that. And I was kind of wondering if Travis Strikes Again was just going to be like, oh, that happened, but we're not talking about it. No, no, it, it, it's a part of it. It that's wasn't cool. just something thrown off to the side or, or we're going to test it out. Um, 
it is such a fucking fun ass game that I've already put like I don't know how many hours. I can't stop doing it. You have? Did you beat it yet? Or? Not yet. Oh, okay. Um, so they changed it up. What I, What I liked was there's still that like, you know, um, where I was getting kind of stale about like, okay, you go into the like, let's say the building, you fight enemies, and then you get to the boss. This time it's different where you have to certify your ranks to fight the final boss where um there's certain battles in uh, um santa destroya the place where you where you live there's different locations where you can go fight over here and it takes you to the spaceship and you fight so it's all built up into chunks but what's cool about that is that instead of what wave after wave after wave of enemy you can kind of take your time and be like i'm gonna fight over here but then do this side job or collect this thing over here so it's just not like a straightforward yeah. fight 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 final boss okay. you can like fight do this do that fight 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 final boss or so if you want to do it that way fight 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 final boss like you can so do that type like- shit somewhat like open yeah it's somewhat open and and they they did a lot to it um that i'm really enjoying now i don't i'm waiting for something to get kind of stale and i'm just like okay i want to rush to this i'm tired of it but right now i'm liking all the side stuff that i'm doing all all the the things and no more heroes does something this isn't a spoiler no more heroes does something that you've wanted in games that you every time this happens you get so pissed off and you say it tells me I could do this, but I can't do this. That's fucking bullshit. Do you know what I'm talking about, Bill? Mm-hmm. When a game says press any button to start. Oh yeah. And what do you usually do? The fucking the, the home button. The home okay, the home button, I think I know why you can't do that. Because know, it just takes it, you home. Yeah. But what's another button press that you can't sometimes when it says that, it's a lot of them. You can't do the triggers. You can't you know how there's the L three, R three when you push down oh, the click. sticks? It does it. Every button <laughs> works except the home button because yeah. that takes you home. Nah, you got to do the home button. <laughs> but they did it. They did it. Bethel No More Heroes 3. <laughs> Just for that, Bethel's buying it at, at full price. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I'm really enjoying No More Heroes 3. It is insanely awesome. Also, Joe, like Travis Strikes Again, like I cannot wait until you finish that game because there's going to be shit in that that you're going to love a lot. Like you're going to be like... It's it's a little bit rougher. I remember liking a lot of the shit in, in yeah. the, what I played. It was already some cool shit. Yeah, but really I don't cool. think you got to something that I think you're going to be like, that's fucking awesome. All right. right? Um, but honestly, if you're listening to this I, and you're just like, oh, I want to jump into three. I mean, like, if you want to, fine. But I think you're going to get more out of it because there's just so much. If you just uh, jump into three, will you be lost? Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not going to know who's who. They don't really like sit back and kind of tell you like, oh, this is oh, okay. that so is. So it's like recurring characters. Because even though they kind of like fuck story, who cares? There yeah. is a story to <laughs> yeah. it, you know? And then you, you're, I don't know. I just I just found that it was interesting where I was catching things like, wait, wait. They, oh, oh, oh. It was just a nice little. I haven't seen anyone kind of do that type of thing since like Kojima. Mm-hmm. In a way, but Suda does it in such a punk fashion where it's like, yeah, I'm I'm connecting this, but I don't really care. Here you go. It's it's fun. Like you could tell how like it's made me appreciate him more. Where I want to go fucking as far back yeah, as playing okay. his PS2 game Michigan. Have you ever heard about that I've one? I heard of it, but yeah, I want to like play Michigan. The dude had me sold at Lollipop fucking yeah yeah. Dude, it was already oh, sold back then. Dude, and watch that uh, retrospective. Well, I would watch it. But, once you finish the other games of, of No More Heroes, but like um, retrospective of like the other games, like Lollipop Chainsaw, um, when he worked on Shadows of the Damned. There's one that I haven't played. Fire Pro Wrestling? Uh, no. Killer is Dead? 
Yeah, I've never gotten to play that. I one. have that and, one, and Killers I want Dead. to. And I've and that one, you know, it's funny because I saw the reviews for for. Uh, they 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 were never gonna matter for me anyways. Uh-huh. Uh, no more heroes three reviews. They weren't gonna matter for me. Yeah. But I did see some of the reviews and I was surprised and I was seeing like uh, some of the, the eh, like uh, some of these people. Were. But I think it's that same thing where it's like you know it's a it's it's I don't want to say it's a niche title but it is rough. It's intended to be that way and mm-hmm. I think you have a lot of these reviewers are going to it expecting like you know like. Like fucking no more heroes is no more heroes. It's it does its own thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, it's like mm-hmm. punk rock in that yeah. way. He's not gonna just all of a sudden make this fucking game that's like super technically, you know, like yeah. just uh, technically superior and, and just because he has to, he's gonna make what he makes. And yeah. that's right away when I saw some of those reviews, I was like, yeah, these guys aren't getting it. Like when they're <laughs> when they're fucking with the technical aspects of the game, yeah. I was like, you guys don't get it. You, you're just not. Killer but, is dead though. Got some crazy yeah. weird reviews also, uh-huh. and I I've always wanted to go and play that because I, I'm wondering not so much. I think for some of the content too, and I've always wanted to go back and play that to see if what the big deal was about it. Mm-hmm. Well, like that, something like that. Like if they're com- I didn't read any of the reviews because I'm like I already know I'm getting it. I don't care. But it's if they're talking about like the combat and stuff. I mean, I think seeing that fucking progression like. It, I don't know. Three did a really good job. Like, okay, yeah, it's not Dark Souls or it's not as tight as like a Devil May Cry or a Bayonetta, but like where it came from, it's like, damn, man, they really improved on it and they added the shit I wanted to. So it's just fun. And I don't know, man, I haven't had, I haven't had this much joy on what visually what's on a screen since like Persona 5, like just all the shit that they, yeah. they throw up on there and just the comedy of it is funny and and it just like there's so much that I don't know like I appreciated oh man there's one part this isn't a spoiler but uh, Travis is talking to, to a guy named Bishop and it's like in between once you beat missions and stuff and they ended up talking about movies and I'm like wait are they and then they say like oh his 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 the craziest movie he ever did was audition and someone's like no man victory Q is the or journey Q or victory Q is the, the his worst one or as in like most More, fucked up yeah, one yeah. and i'm like wait what and i looked everything up <laughs> the director who did uh, audition did Takeshi all these other, and they were ta- they were literally talking about all his films oh, like, really? his best films cool. his, his coolest film and his most fucked up film yeah and i was like writing everyone down like oh shit they're talking about dead or dead or alive yeah and then I, i'm looking it up and dead or alive's about the yakuza and then all that and like i guess there was like a trilogy of it and shit and like i'm just like it was pretty neat when they were talking yeah, about yeah. talking about all that stuff. And then when I was going through that director's, uh, I, saw, I think it's something Mika, Miki, Mika, Takeshi Mika. It might be Takeshi um, Mika did a audition. Did okay, okay. the killer. Yeah. Um, they're talking about it, and then when I was going through his filmography, I'm like, oh shit, he did the Yakuza movie, like based on the the video yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, he did that too. Yeah. And then, oh, he did the Phoenix Wright movie, which I oh, did watch, did which too, was yeah. cool. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just seeing it. Like this dude was doing like at least two movies a year. Because you see his director, it's like so much shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, he was either doing like two or one every year. He was just like, yeah, I'm doing movies. Yeah. And then there was another. There, there were so many that when I lo- read what it was, I was like, oh man, this sounds really fucking cool. But now I just got to find out where I can watch them because yeah. a lot of the shit isn't on streaming. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, No More Heroes three was, it's good, man. I'm really enjoying it. I'm having fun with it. But um, I highly recommend it. I just uh, I do recommend if you can. Play the other ones. You can download No More Heroes 1 and 2 on the Switch and Travis Strikes Again because right now I think Travis Strikes Again to find an actual copy 
Last I saw was seventy dollars. Damn. Really? So I would just download it. Yeah, good thing I it. <laughs> yeah. So I would just download it um, on there, and it was that was fun. That was like a, a nice little appetizer. Um, so yeah, and I guess uh, also in the Matt uh, Matt McMuscles video, he was talking about like. No More Heroes 3 got greenlit because how well Travis Strikes Again oh, really? did. So nice. we bought it because we were like, we're buying yeah. it because we're going to support him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was our purchase that, because that made us. No More Heroes 3. <laughs> Joe. Uh, Joe. Pop quiz. Do you know who Travis Touchdown is based on? Is that partially Johnny Knoxville? Yeah, who else? Um, Hold on. Tom Hanks. <laughs> no. I know it was Johnny Knoxville and then the other one was like the fucking uh, badass. Uh... I can't remember Who was it Josh Barnett Oh fuck Okay The wrestling I should have remember <laughs> I should have remember that There's like so much more I want to talk about mm. Like but I can't Like I don't want to ruin it And a part of me is just like Fuck I mean I wish I I started streaming it When I was going through it Yeah But I stopped Just because Sometimes I don't want to stream For too long But then I want to keep playing You know yeah, yeah. Um, But like I uh, I think 3 would have been So fucking fun to stream Like it was It's so Pleasing I don't know man I really like No More Heroes 3 Like I knew I was gonna Like enjoy it Yeah But like I think it did What I wanted it to do And that's what's Getting me most excited About it Or why I'm so excited About it So yeah, man. No More Heroes 3. I fucking recommend it. So fucking good. So good right now. For all I know, next week I'll be like, it fucking sucks. <laughs> but no, nah, I don't think so. I- I'm digging it, man. I'm going to get a suit of 51 tattoo on my, my testicles. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. So this week we had the Gamescom event, but this was all done digitally online because everything is still, you know, pandemic, all that stuff. Everything was all digital, but we had certain events. Jeff Keighley had his, uh, he was opening the show, but even before that Xbox had their own type of show before that as well. So we're going to be talking about mainly the biggest stuff that was talked about. Did you guys end up watching anything on GamesCon or hear anything about I it? I did not. I heard a couple of things. Uh, you heard a couple of yeah. things. So I got some stuff here that I know that, that we would be interested in because we're not going to go through everything. They, they had a lot of announcements. There were some big announcements. There were some not so big announcements. So I think we're going to talk about the stuff that I know that we're most interested in. But before I go, before we start talking about it, Xbox, Microsoft had their own uh, stream on Tuesday, August 24th. And that was quite a stream. It was just talking about what was coming. A lot of stuff, some stuff was shown, some stuff wasn't shown. But pretty much when that ended, a lot of people were like, oh, that's all it was? You know, that's this is um really all they have to show. And it was funny because my cousin was watching it and he pretty much the whole thing, he was like, uh, it's kind of weird that there's no mention of Halo in, at all uh, in, in that conference. So, you know, I was thinking like, well, if they don't have anything to show or what they have to show isn't good, it's kind of negative right now for Halo. It's not, it's not going to be a really good showing of it if, if Halo doesn't impress. But um, 
pretty much a lot of people came out of the Xbox kind of conference as in like, why they even bother? Because a lot of people, before we get into it, were speculating that maybe a lot of this is going to be on Jeff Keighley's opening games con. Like, a lot of Microsoft stuff is going to be talked about in that instead of the actual Microsoft one. And spoiler, that's what happened. Why do you guys think, Joe, Bethel, why would they have this if a lot of their big hitters that would be impressive is on something else? Because it's promotion. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if they show the same shit over and over again or if they show something that's not as, you know, it's not what people want. It just, it's going to get eyes on there and people are going to see it. And mm-hmm. granted, yeah, some people are going to be disappointed, but, you know, it's it's promotion. So I could see, you know, they just like, yeah, we'll do it again. We'll do it no matter what. It's fun. Yeah. It just won't be that great. <laughs> so we'll get to some of the biggest announcements at Gamescom this year of 2021. Oh, can we just get to the biggest one right now? Okay, I will. Halo Infinite's release date was revealed alongside a new multiplayer trailer. Halo Infinite's campaign and multiplayer will be officially released on December 8th, 2021. The release date was revealed alongside a multiplayer trailer focused on Commander Lorette Agrina, who will be one of the main characters featured in the first season of Halo Infinite's multiplayer. Alongside revealing the launch date, Microsoft also confirmed that there will be both a special Halo Infinite Xbox Elite Wireless Controller S- Series 2 and a limited edition Halo Infinite Xbox Series X that will be released celebrating Halo's 20th anniversary. The controller will be $199.99. Console will be out November 15th and include a downloadable code for Halo which releases December 8th. What do you guys think? Um, I saw the console. The console looked cool. I wouldn't buy it, but I just like the the, the speckled paint that looks like uh, stars. That mm-hmm. looked dope, but I wouldn't buy it. First of all, Jesse, the biggest game of Gamescon was not Halo. It was the Saints Row reboot. And we'll get to that. Oh, we'll get right, to that. Yeah. But hold so on, let, just, to, just to clarify, yeah. you're fucking wrong. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, it's good to finally have a date. We got some info out on Halo. I mean... I don't know. What more can you ask for? At least they didn't tell us there's another delay <laughs> yet. Well, yeah, because that, that, that was they said they were going to delay both of those, right? Or one of those what? to like next year, the the campaign or the, or what was it? Which, which no, one they're both going to be releasing. But they originally said that they that they were delayed, right? No, they said all they said was that um, multiplayer was free. Oh, okay. I, I don't that. think they gave an actual like this is coming out first before the other one. I thought they did. What do you guys think of this release date of December 8th? That's kind of late. Usually, like, November now. Like you'd think, like, they would sell it before Oct- Black Friday September, and stuff. October. Yeah. I want to say you have seen a couple of bigger games, like, big games still come out around the beginning of December, but it is rare. That That's definitely for sure. And I, and I, I want to say I've never seen a Halo come out that yeah. late before. Yeah. yeah. So... It, they need part, that time, man. They need all. They need all that time. They're fucking working their asses off right now. <laughs> Look, this is gonna sell, right? And yeah. and I want Halo to sell. Okay, that's why I kind of want it to be delayed to February. The only reason I don't say January is because Elden Ring comes out. Mm. But I want to say February because I think. Is there uh, nothing at the time? Yeah, I, I think the it'll it's gonna sell right, but I think it's gonna do really well. In February, I think a lot of people are like already done with their Christmas or holiday purchases, and it'll do well anytime though. I feel like, but I think December is just so late though. It is, but I feel. I mean, it it probably won't sell as much as it. I don't think it'll be like, oh man, this is the worst selling Halo. It won't be. It is, yeah, but it'll probably not meet expectations. I would just love it to be later, not because I. I mean, like, 
I don't know, man. I, I just, I think they should. I don't know. I think they should. It, it's also like, there's a lot of people that we talked about last time where I was like, how important is co-op, you know, going through the story. And a lot of people have been vocal about like, there's never been a Halo that hasn't had co-op on launch. And for a good majority of people, or maybe a minority of people, are kind of bummed out. Like, that's I don't what, think they won't buy it. That's what was delayed. I was, <laughs> I was forgetting that it was a multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. Like, regardless, I'm going to play through the story. I usually don't play the story through co-op. Maybe it's a minority of people yeah. who play through it through co-op. Mexicans. But I, I, <laughs> I could see that a lot of people being bummed about it. I don't think they won't buy it. But I think they'll be bummed about it. Um, but yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of, I just want, I want them to do well. I want Halo Infinite to be good. I had a, a coworker who was just like, you see that Halo Infinite is coming out December. He's like, things going to be awesome. I'm like, you don't know. He's just like, but there's no, no. He's like, no, it is. And that, I'm just, that's, there's people that aren't like that. Like, yeah, no, yeah, I know. I, no matter what comes out, it's going to be fucking awesome. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right, huh? Halo five was dope, huh? And he's just like, no, nah, that one sucked. I'm like. But people leading up to it, they're like, it's going to be fucking awesome. Here's the, I could guarantee, I don't know about guarantee, but it'll be better than Halo 5. You know, like it'll be it better than be. Halo 5. And he's just like, uh, I, I like fucking with this guy. Yeah. I like, I fuck, I fuck with him. Look, honestly, I think Halo Infinite is going to be good. I, yeah. I do. I really do. I like, I he like messing so with him. Feels. Yeah, I hope it is. But I always, I always try to keep that in people's minds. Like, don't always just assume it's going to be good. Like, because you never know. You yeah. never We've know. We've all been burned a couple times. We've all that. been burned. Fucking state of emergency. But, Oof. um, it's, I was fucking with him. He's just like, no, nah, no. Nah. He's like, it's going to be good. I'm just like, oh, why? Why? He's like, oh, because they brought that the guy back. Or I forgot what he... No, he's what, like, he, wait. What is it? Um, he's like, well, because of Phil Spencer. I'm like, oh, Phil, but Phil Spencer was there when Halo 5 came out. And he's like, oh, no, no, not him. Not him. Uh, uh, the other guy, the original Halo guy. I'm yeah. like, oh, he yeah. He left, they, though, right? No, no, no. He got brought in probably last year. I'm like, oh yeah, so he's worked on the game for less than a year when this yeah. game has been in development for much longer than oh, that. Oh, so he's still. Oh, there, but then. he's he's course correcting it. I'm like, yeah, but by how much? I mean, yeah, how much how can a year give you, man? Yeah. Like uh, again, he probably is. He probably he is making it better. I just like fucking with him. But yeah. I was just throwing all this stuff. Like, give me what defense you can, dude. Yeah, just yeah. give me everything you can. I think Halo Infinite will be fine, right? I just want it to do well, and uh, hopefully we get something. I don't know about that December eighth. I don't know if that that date. Will affect it or not. And you're probably right, Bethel. It probably will not affect it. It'll still sell regardless. Um, yeah. I just uh, hope it... Hope it uh, uh, does well. You know, they showed some stuff on multiplayer, but nothing on campaign, which makes sense. Why would you want to do that right now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know about that Halo Elite controller, though. A lot of people liked it, the design of it, but I didn't think it was. Like it was all right. And and the console, the Xbox, actual the Xbox Series X console that they, it, it looked fine, right? But it gave me that same. I got the the Halo Five Xbox console when that came out, oh, and that, that game was such a piece of shit <laughs> that it made me hate that console. Oh really? So it's like, man, if Infinite sucks for a lot of people, like a lot of people That's don't care true. about. Oh, that it was shit. like a silver one, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I just, I mean, they look. I just like the the, the little. It looked like stars. That's all. Yeah, it looks pretty neat. But neat I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't buy it. I just want a regular one. No, I, 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 they did show some stuff on Elden Ring, um, which looks like it's going to have in-game text being written by Miyazaki and not George R. R. Martin. But uh, 
I mean, in general, I think we're just excited about it. I don't think there's much more that we want to talk about Elden Ring. I think we're all looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. It looks great. Yeah. That's all we're really going to say. But there was something announced. Marvel's Midnight Suns is a new strategy game from Firaxis Games that looks to be a superpowered version of the studio's XCOM franchise. While the game will feature customizable superheroes, it will also feature iconic Marvel characters like Iron Man, Wolverine, Captain America, Captain Marvel, and more. The game is set to be released in March 2022, and the first gameplay will be revealed on September 1st, 2021. While we still have yet to see gameplay of Marvel's Midnight Suns, the game creative director Jake Solomon spoke to IGN about which comic books and characters inspired the game, including Rise of the Midnight Suns, Ghost Rider and Blaze, Spirits of Vengeance, and characters like Nico from The Runaways and Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider. That when this got announced, I was like, Midnight Sun. I used to work in a comic book shop, mm-hmm. and I, I, growing up with comic books, I, I knew a lot of the Marvel side of it. Yeah. But when I heard that, I'm like, why is that so so fucking familiar? Where Midnight Suns, the comic book was S O N S Suns. This game is Suns, S-U-N-S, like the sun. And so I'm just like, okay, there's some inspiration, but I don't know where they're going where, where to take it. But um, I thought this looked, I don't know, did you guys see anything on it? No. No? I thought visually it looked better than the Marvel Avengers game, the one that uh, uh, Square Enix yeah. ended up doing. But I was really surprised that Nico from The Runaways was in it because I thought I'd never see a Runaways character anyway, yeah, in the video game. Character. I was like, holy shit. I yeah. was like, I was watching it. And again, it's a CG we don't see gameplay yet. Gameplay is not till September, but it was a CG video, so I never get excited about that. But where it shows the direction of how visually the game will look, it looks closer to comic books than them trying to force the "Hey, this looks like the Marvel movies" yeah, type of I thing. Yeah, saw the which, Wolverine looks more like a comic. But that's yeah. all I saw, but I didn't see much of it. So I think in that direction, that's cool. Um, the X XCOM gameplay aspect of it, like the turn-based strategy type of uh-huh. thing, I'm curious on how that's yeah. gonna be because I think. That, I think that's what the negative is with the CG trailers. Because you get people excited. And but my first like, oh, thought... This time again? Yeah. <laughs> my, my first thought is, yeah. oh, I, I honestly thought when they showed it, I thought Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 or 4 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they might call it 4. I'm like, that's what I thought. Oh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And then it was just like Midnight Suns. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then finding out that it's more like XCOM game, I'm mm. like, oh, okay. That's not... I get why they do that, but it's like people might be like, I don't want to play this type of game, and that yeah. sucks because... Yeah, there's, there's people that are legitimately not fans of that yeah. franchise, yeah. you know? But, I mean, what sucks about that is show show it because I think it's misleading. Yeah. It can have either a positive or a negative effect where it's misleading where they're like, I don't want to play this shit, or if they see it and, oh, man, that looks cool. What kind of game is that? Oh, I want to try that now yeah. well, because also, it looks cool. I also think these are the types of, these are the types of games. Uh-huh. Granted, you have hardcore XCOM fans. There are there are those out there that yeah. love that style of game, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do a crossover, if you're, I mean, it's not a crossover, but kind of, you know what I mean? Like it's X, X, XCOM style gameplay with a different franchise, mm-hmm. um, a la what they did with uh, the Mario Rabbids game, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You have to add, in my opinion, you probably, I feel like you have to add gameplay features that you wouldn't find in a normal XCOM game that are going to bridge that gap and mm-hmm. make it more accessible for fans that for people that aren't fans of that franchise not only so that they're just so that they can play this game and enjoy it but also to kind of bring them into that XCOM style play gameplay so that maybe after that they'll be like maybe I will try this out yeah yeah uh the biggest mistake they could make 
is just going straight up XCOM in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not knocking that style of gameplay, but like these are the moments when you have um, a, a a franchise where it's like, yeah, this is the time where you want to add some you want to add some stuff to get people excited about the game, but also maybe do something to have them like, well, if you like this, check out you know other stuff. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah, I'm curious. Not until we September first happens to see how the actual gameplay is, because yeah, I think that's that, that's the only thing, and we've always talked about how we don't like those cg trailers because it's a misrepresentation of whatever that game's gonna fucking be yeah and it but th they work because it makes you go oh fuck what's this you know it's coming out september 1st already september 1st is gameplay reveal oh okay i was yeah. like fuck um that yeah, mentioning that like i don't know why i just really really i it makes me want to uh, like a like a hearthstone but marvel style tile game that'd be fucking dope <laughs> i'm pretty sure they have something like really? that no i think so yeah. probably like on the app store or something yeah like that. Kind of like it, but I guess I don't know. I don't know. Hearthstone's pretty. They're pretty specific. There's not a lot of. I mean, there's other card games, but nothing. Or like magic Hearthstone. game, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Midnight Suns. It looks interesting. I'm again, even for me, like I've never really played XCOM games. You know, I've I've played stuff in in that realm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this could be. It's interesting. It could, it could bring yeah. me in. Like it's it surprising that they're, they actually yeah. like went ahead and did this kind of game. Fuck, it's surprising <laughs> they didn't try to force the fucking Marvel MCU visuals on that it. Too, yeah. Like I was, that's what Who? that's what hooked me. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear who's making this. The XCOM guys. Oh, they, they. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are. I thought it was just like an XCOM type of game. Oh no, no, it's them. Oh wow. Oh, and Nico from Runaways. Like I'm a huge Runaways fan. Yeah. Like at comic books. The show was all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna put that out there so yeah. people aren't. Was like, that on Hulu? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. it had potential. I never finished it though, yeah. but it had some potential. Uh, a, b a big fan of the Runaways comic, so seeing her in it, I was like really excited. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes that's what it takes for me. Now, a brand new Saints Row will be released on February twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, for PS five, PS four, Xbox Series X, S, Xbox One, and PC. And the first trailer gives fans a look at the new city of Santo Liso which appears to take inspiration from the American Southwest. There are three main gangs in the new reboot of Saints Row, and Opening Night Live also shared the first glimpse of gameplay footage. Following the official reveal, Volatin and Deep Silver have shown off a new gameplay of the new Saints Row. Joe, you're a huge Saints Row fan. I never bothered with the series. I only ever played like 30 minutes of whatever became free on like an Xbox Live or a PlayStation Plus. What did you think of this announcement of the reboot, remake, whatever of Saints Row? I fucking thought it was great. Um, anything Saints Row with me, for me, is uh, I'm I'm all about it. Um, the third game was the, was the one I played. I think that was the first one I really played. I think I played the second one, but the third one is the one I was really like, I really got into. And I was like, well, that's fucking cool. And it's sounding like the third is what they're kind of taking their... Um, their influences from mm -hmm. and uh you know not for nothing but man saints rose has they were so good at mixing uh moments in the game with music that's one of the fucking greatest things uh there's a moment where you like skydive off of a or off of a or you're skydiving off of a helicopter you're parachuting off a helicopter onto a high-rise building and then they play fucking uh it's uh, kanye's power and it comes and i was like like no at that time i don't feel like i had seen many things like that where i was yeah, like whoa yeah. that's like a movie that goes perfect yeah, exactly yeah. and uh they they 
I remember playing that game and going like they did it multiple times. Now Saints Row Three at the time was rough. It, it, like the driving, I didn't like. There were a lot of things I didn't like about it, but there were so many things that I did like. Um, and I'm cool with them backing off the craziness of like four, mm-hmm. where it became like so over the top with the superhuman powers. Although uh, to this day, Saints Row Four is still one of my favorite fucking games. Like I got a Saints Row, I got Saints Row Four. I remember it was all in one. I think it was one calendar year. It was like Saints Row 4 and GTA 5. And I was like, when it came to sandbox games, I was in fucking heaven. Yeah. 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 Having those two back to back. Like at the time, I remember like, man, Saints Row 4 was so funny to me and like just so cool. I was like, I don't know if G, you know, it was even, there was a part of me that was like, I don't know if GTA is going to be able to top it. And then you get GTA 5 and it was just fucking amazing too. It was hilarious. It was just as funny, just in a different way. So I'm stoked. I think that's really cool. Now, I know that there was some backlash or some stuff going on. People were like annoyed. I'm not sure exactly what it's about. Yeah, I heard that too. I, 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 well, I know they're not bringing back a lot of the main characters or, or if they're well, going to have oh, cameos, here, but me, I'm not sure. I got it right here. Okay. Sorry. Saints Row developers Volition has stated that it's not backing down on this game after a portion of the series fan base expressed disappointment with the direction of the newly announced reboot. The official Saints Row Twitter account has been responding to numerous critical messages since the reveal of the reboot at gamescom opening night live replying to the users who said that they felt like i wasted my time defending you guys the official account said we are not backing down on this game we get it it's new and it's a shock reaction to a reboot like no other we are not backing down violations has offered up several similar replies on the saints row twitter account according numerous disappointment disappointing fans some of these retorts have been surprisingly sassy too accusing accused of making the game's art style the same as fortnite violation said we don't think you know what fortnite looks like but you do you you do the saints row account has also made several replies stating that it is doing a reboot like no one has ever done a reboot before which is slightly odd thing to say considering that Violation also rebooted its linear FPS Red Faction as a third person open world game with realistic physics based on destruction. Saints Row currently doesn't look that much of a departure. Among replies are also a few tidbits of information that helps clear up some fan questions. The removal of the series Hallmark Purple from the logo is because at the start of this game you're not a saint yet. The reboot will also feature customizable cars as well as a better character customization. Safe to say the reactions to the reboot from the series established fans hasn't been one of unified happiness. The official trailer on the Saints Row YouTube channel currently has 21,000 dislikes compared to 15,000 likes. The most popular comments are also negative in nature. A comment that simply states the Godfather meme, look how they massacred my boy, has 121 likes at time of writing. What, 121? Uh, yeah. Ooh. That's so many. Hey, so, by the way, Gavinator6429, um, that's, that's the one where they, they responded that we're not backing down on this game. Uh, you're a little whiny bitch. Yeah. I just want to go ahead and say that because I see <laughs> I see his comment right here. And then he, then he quotes uh, what one of the guys in the, in the old game used to say. Come on, dude. Get a fucking life. So my guess is, is people don't like how it looks. And uh-huh. is that... Is that the, the main thing, Joe? That's uh, this article was just seems kinda, like it. I know yeah. they're not they're, so it's like the colors of the game, like the, the, this, the art style of the game. It's just they're just people looking to bitch, dude. It's uh-huh. like I want I want Saints Row exactly like it was before. Well, they're not doing it. Tough shit. They actually, you know what? I thought to me, uh, uh, okay, it was a I'm very not a drab fan. looking. That'd be so was, boring. Right? It kind of was in a lot uh, of ways. Check this until out. Four. Check this out. I never even liked the look of the original. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this was at least like a. Huh? 
<laughs> it seems like it's falling in line with whatever it wants to be. Like, that's the thing, man. Yeah, I'm coming in this Saints Row as in, like, I never cared for any of them. I know you were a big fan of it, right? You, you, the thing, too, is, like, you got these people that are bitching about the fucking game after one trailer, right? It's just like, just shut up. Shut that's the all fuck it, up. That's all, it's yeah, that's the same people who get excited like, dude, about one yeah. trailer. Gavinator6429, fucking AKA little bitch. Just give it a fucking, like, try If you don't, don't play it then. That's what I say. That's that's the, the whole thing about the game. Like, if you're complete, it looks like Fortnite. Okay, uh-huh. well, fucking clearly it's not Fortnite. It's yeah. not going to be a Fortnite game. Or it doesn't have the original cast. Oh, it's a reboot. They're, mm-hmm. They don't want to use those characters. Mm-hmm. I'm For one, I'm like, yeah, give it a shot. So with this reboot of Saints Row, what do you guys think? Do you think they try to mimic what Grand Theft Auto has done, as in, like, the online thing? Or should they just do their own thing that they've been doing since the beginning? they do their own thing, because yeah. they... Ended up. With How do they compete with something like a Grand Theft Auto, though? I don't think you. I can. don't think you try to. Yeah. That's that's the whole point. And I think with three and four, they stopped. They they didn't try to anymore. They mm. just did their thing, and it was a successful thing. Both those games sold really well. Um, you know, obviously they're not going to sell GTA numbers, but you know, for them, I don't think they need to sell GTA numbers, and I don't think mm-hmm. they put in the amount of money, time, and R and D to create like that GTA does. To create what GTA does, mm-hmm. they don't put that much time in. They don't have that kind of money, and yeah. so their their goals are different. Um, uh, they just have to, in my opinion, have to keep the core fun element of the game. Yeah, because three, there was things about three I disliked. Like I said before, I didn't like the driving mechanics. It actually kind of sucked. There were some things, but it was fun. When it got fun, that, that game was a lot of fun, and that's the key thing. And four to me was a blast. Four was like a cross between. Um, Actually, four to me was like a cross between um, the uh, Crackdown, the original Crackdown, uh-huh. and then just and then a lot of the the um, craziness of what uh, Saints Row did. Because I mean, like like Saints Row Four had a shit ton of like collecting orbs and shit like that, and I got so into that again and i was like what the fuck am i playing crackdown again because i was just chasing orbs half the fucking yeah. game dude that was like the best thing in crackdown fuck yeah that's I what saints row 4 it. did for me like that it brought that back and i'm like i gotta with that fucking orb and then you got yeah. these superpowers that you would develop and then you could do it's like it was like crackdown because you could do that fucking jump you could fly yeah. you could just do all kinds of crazy shit and it and it worked and again like the the, the way they mix music the way they do fucking the, the fun stuff it's just they need to keep and if they're using three as the template, like if that's what I, from what I've heard, that's the case, like they're going to use that as a, then, you know, it, hopefully it sounds like it's in good hands. Cause that's a great game to go off of one and two. Nah, I played one and I remember I, I played one and two, but I played so little of them that I didn't care about them. It wasn't until that third game that I started to really care about the series. So I'm all for it, man. Like I'm, I'm excited for that. Like a saints row, like a legit, you know, I hope it's really good. Yeah. Like they shouldn't, they shouldn't, uh, even though it's compared to GTA, they shouldn't like look look at GTA for like inspiration. Don't worry just, about what Gavinator fucking sixty nine sixty nine is saying. <laughs> More like Dick Gravinator. There you go. Death Stranding Director's Cut will be released on September 24th, and its latest trailer shows off some of the new items, features, and missions playing players can look forward to when they jump back into the game that was first released in 2019. So they showed a ton of stuff in this trailer from, like, 
now you have like a jetpack. Now you have like a ramps where you can just kind of like jump off things. Like much more maneuverable stuff. More things that are kind of a helpful in going through the world of Death Stranding. Racing. They showed all kinds of stuff in the trailer that looked very interesting. More kind of combat stealth focused mechanics in it compared to the first game. But Bethel, there wasn't that hint of what we wanted. And I don't know if it will be in the game. Uh, just uh, whenever you have a letter or anything, you can just either listen to oh, it yeah. or have it read Fuck. it to you. Dude. And, and now that I think about it, with all the stuff, like it's such a little thing that maybe they won't even talk about it and it's and in they there. Will have it, yeah, hopefully it's just like not that big of a deal to them, but they still that, added it in there. I hope. To me, that's my biggest thing. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck what else they put in it, but if they have that, because now that I don't want to read anything, because I did through the whole, because I wanted to read them because they were so interesting, yeah. but it would have been cool just to have it kind of be read to you while you explore or yeah. do your, your thing that I'm hoping I'm hoping it's in there it should be in there because they already did it I'm hoping I don't know man I don't know if they can I don't know if they'll justify like we have to pay someone to read it but it's like dude I'm cool with an Alexa voice just reading all that shit yeah, yeah, right. like that makes sense that. in that world but uh, uh yeah no um, Death Stranding looking forward to it but uh and the new updates on it look really cool but god I hope they have it on there uh metroid 2 uh or metroid dread they showed a second trailer i'm avoiding it because now i just i'm waiting for the game yeah. but i'm hearing it's really good yeah. uh, i just uh it's coming out october 8th of 2021 but just uh waiting waiting on that xbox cloud gaming coming to xbox series xs and xbox one in holiday 2021 for the xbox game pass ultimate subscribers and will allow for users to play 100 plus games from the cloud on their consoles microsoft is also targeting to have these games reach 1080p at 60 frames per second what do you guys think it'd be interesting if they can if you know they're capable of doing that you know if they can actually do 1080p and 60 uh -huh. frames it's it's cool look it's cool cloud gaming is cool the idea that they're giving it, if you're an Ultimate Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, awesome. You know, it's great that they're doing that. Um, uh, I'm interested in testing it, but like, mm. it's the conversation that we constantly have on here uh, every time. Um, until we get fiber, fiber internet, like, I don't think a lot of that shit will work perfect yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's all based on that connection. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, not a lot of, especially in the US, we're not equipped for any of that shit unless we pay the extra price yeah. so it's like it is that stuff I, I do agree it is the future but until we all can have that and not, some people not be data data capped on anything it's just like awesome but are we really going to use it you know yeah yeah the microphone-wielding journalist April O'Neil will be one of the playable characters in the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge did you guys see that no, I didn't. I saw a little. I saw like a little uh, thing of it. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. I yeah, mean, no, it, it was awesome. At first, when they were like, like "What? Well, what's up?" I mean, it's, I mean, she didn't really fight, but it's still pretty cool that she's a selectable character. She fights later in the the animated feature battle. Does she really? Show, yeah, she does. Oh, okay. She does. Then, the, then it's all part of the fucking. But it's canon. I want to say they had her fight. It's Nick Cannon. It's Nick, <laughs> it's Cannon. A Nick Cannon. And they had her fight in one of the Teenage Ninja Turtle tournament fighting games for Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. And I think it's the Sega Genesis where it's April, but in the Super Nintendo, it's a character named Asuka. So I think they switched it. Why? I don't know. Like I don't the know. wrestler? I don't know. Asuka. I think so. Asuka. Um, 
but I thought that was cool. I was like, cool. And then everyone was like, man, she's got a dump truck. Because mm -hmm. she's got like, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, what? Uh, and then they announced April. <laughs> <laughs> then they announced April as a, another fight, uh, playable fighter in the Nickelodeon Smash Brothers like game. So, what the fuck? Yeah, they just like announced that, I think, like right after. I want to see that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what characters are. Mm. Fucking Tommy Pickles. I don't think Tommy's on there. Oh, what the like, fuck? Dude, I know fuck, Cat man. Dog's in there. SpongeBob's in there. You know that guy's over there all the time. Mm. Ooh, Blasphemous is getting a sequel coming in 2023 <gasps> with new DLC revealed. Nice. So that was a good one. Played I want to get back into that. That was good. I liked it. Yeah. Didn't finish it, but it was good. I got to jump back into it, too, when they announced it. Now... Those are the. There was a lot of stuff announced at Gamescom. This is just the things that I found that we'd be really interested in, and I have a few more uh, to talk about. Have you seen? Did you see everyone go fucking crazy for this one game? I, I want to say, I'm pronouncing it right. Dokev V. Hmm? I don't know. Why would they get crazy for shit? it? No. Can spell it? Um. Can Can you turn your YouTube on? Just, I, I want to play it for you because even when I watched it, I couldn't tell what kind of game it is because it seemed like it was every game. What? Yeah, dude. Madden it's fucking crazy. It's dude. It had Madden. <laughs> John Madden was in it. Yeah. It's Pokemon. They're adorable. Fuck, this game looks fucking pretty. Oh, that's cool. Uh, physics are off. You can't hit fucking something on the side and expect it to go in there. Like <laughs> <laughs> I checked our radio. Dokiv is an open world action adventure game where you befriend strange creatures called Dokabi that gain power from a dream of people. With them, you explore the world, catch more even creatures, and get into fights. A lengthy trailer today showed off lots of activities, including battling, skateboarding around town, floating, using an umbrella, a grappling hook, a jet ski, a tiny car, and plenty of unusual creature friends, like a cute pink anteater on two legs, a bear with boxing gloves, and an adorable, rideable alpaca thing. Dokev isn't a new reveal. It was first announced in 2019 as Pearl Abyss Connected, and it's being built in the Pearl Abyss Next Gen Priority Game Engine. It planned for a release on PC and consoles, but unfortunately, we still don't know when yet, as we didn't get a release window at Gamescom today. But from what we saw today, Dokev looks incredible, especially given the most of the footage we saw seemed to be actual gameplay. Black Desert Online was lauded at launch for its incredible attention to detail, and Dokev looks like it might follow in those footsteps with next-gen tech. Hopefully, it avoids Black Desert's more grindier shortcomings. What'd you guys think? Um, so I hope this game is good because I'm yeah. fucking sold. <laughs> it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it looks great. The first thing when I was watching, I'm like, man, this looks crazy. It looks like traversing through yeah. it. Like my first thought watching it, I'm like, oh man, this is a cool open world to just like to have fun mm -hmm. and like explore. And it look at first I was like, because you make this comparison with open world games, GTA for yeah, kids, yeah. you know, like, but like you can do shit, like go crazy. And I liked yeah. how you were able to glide. But then when you saw that like monster hunter level yeah, of fucking attacks, like, I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Um, but I thought it, yeah, it looked neat, you know? Yeah. Joe, Joe, I can't wait for Joe. It definitely looks pretty. And yeah. like it, it looks, this is like 
the fucking viral version of why like like of why videos <laughs> like a, of a fucking TikTok video. This game is like the viral version. It's like the <laughs> game version of a viral TikTok video. Yeah. Because it has so much shit going on. Yeah. It had a catchy fucking uh, uh, theme song. It had it just showed all this shit that like it like I look at it and go, Yeah, I, I can totally see why everybody went fucking crazy for this and we're like loving it. Mm-hmm. I could also see where this game could fucking totally disappoint. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you're asking you're you're asking a lot and you're trying to do a lot here. And you know, we've seen like it could still be cool. It might be it may end up looking like a really pretty game, but I'm just gonna have to wonder like how deep are a lot of these things yeah. that you're gonna mm-hmm. go do, like the system stuff like that. Um it, it like I said, it does look it does look really nice. Um But yeah, I look at it and be, and I'm like yeah, I don't know if like you guys are really going to be able to pull this off. Yeah. Or I don't know. I don't know if it's yeah. going to be exactly what people hope it is, because that's the other thing too. Is like we see a lot of shit going on, but what is the main thing? Yeah. You don't yeah. know, and that's going to be interesting. That's true. What's Sorry gonna... to burst y'all's bubbles. No, 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 no. no, no, no like not not me, you guys. Yeah, all yeah. the fucking millions of people that yeah. are already claiming, yeah. probably, probably claiming this game to be the next fucking no. savior of video games. But that's why I just said, like, I hope this game's good because it looks fucking awesome. But yeah. it could suck. Yeah. It looks like it could be fun to like explore. I know they haven't really given that much detail, but I think what could really sell this is if there's some sort of online like go along with your friends. Now I think that That'd could sell cool. if the gameplay's good, if what you need to do like what's gonna have you or like a horde mode with or friends or, and stuff. Something like that. Like, already I can see no, no battle royale. Yeah. Uh, I'm already saying all this stuff, but for all we know, it's gonna be so bare bones that mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is all it is. That's it. No single, no, no multiplayer, just single player. You know, and like, doesn't mean it's gonna be a bad game. Yeah. But like, again, no point real to like get hyped up about something that wasn't announced. But I think uh, for them as as game creators, the, the studio, it's like, oh, that's awesome. Everyone likes this. But I couldn't understand the pressure now of like, yeah, fuck, if we don't just, if we don't deliver um, what these people want or what they're expecting. No Man's Sky? Fuck, I know, dude. No Man's Sky. It could be a No Man's Sky. The King of Fighters 15 will be released on February 17th. Revealed at Gamescom 2021's opening night live pre-show, the King of Fighters 15 launches on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series XS, and PC via Steam or the Epic Game Store. King of Fighters 15 will feature 39 playable characters drawn by Orochi, Nests, and Asha Sagas. By bringing together classic characters and resurrecting favorites, the King of Fighters storyline is said to be brought to an explosive climax. The standard edition of King of Fighters 15 will retail at $59.99. A day one edition with a classic Leona DLC costume will be available for the same price on launch day, and pre-orders will also include the Garu Mark of the Wolves costume for Terry. A deluxe edition for $84.99 will include the above alongside the Team Pass 1, a season pass that adds 6 new characters. Yeah, um, one of the things that was really exciting about this King of Fighters 15 trailer is I liked how the UI looked, how the interface face looked, the music it was playing. But got what got me really excited was that this is actually gonna have Mark of the Wolves. Well, the the Mark of the Wolves costume for Terry is awesome, but it's actually gonna have rollback netcode, which mm. is crucial right now for online gaming, especially for fighting games. Rollback netcode is a better netcode than delay-based netcode. And them coming out, a Japanese studio coming out and saying rollback netcode is a huge step. Especially, yeah, especially, especially when trying to say the L's and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> especially with how like how held back gaming companies can be embracing a different type of online 
like feature like rollback netcode, yeah. even though it's, you know, like a lot Ro- of companies, <laughs> a lot of companies are like, no, we're using what we've created. We don't want to use what someone else has created, which is like, we understand that. But like, if you want a good online presence, you have to have a, a, a online feature, online mechanic that will cater to everyone around the world, not just a specific area. You want to, especially now with COVID and how everything with the pandemic, people can't get together to play, and you have to have an online yeah. good infra- online infrastructure. And rollback netcode is what you need for fighting games. And them announcing that is awesome. Yeah, especially if like if you're gonna try to get into like tournaments and stuff. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I think they're finding that shit out now with everything that's going on. That like they, they can't they do all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they need it. But yeah, that was a lot of the stuff. That we would be interested in for Gamescom uh, this year, Gamescom 2021. Was there a Nintendo Treehouse? No, there wasn't. But um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I think I didn't see everything that was announced. I checked out what what trailers had come out, certain games that were announced. But for me, I think a lot of there was a lot of stuff here of, of stuff that we knew, mm-hmm. more confirmation about like what's releasing, what the release dates are, and things like that. To kind of give you more of a an understanding of what's coming out in the future for games, because um, a lot of stuff's getting delayed and yeah. pushed back due to everything that's going on. But um, I don't know I thought there was a lot of good stuff and some surprises. I think Dokiv Five. I think I'm saying it right. Dokiv Five or Dokiv. Dok Five or Dokiv. Um, that one I think was the biggest surprise on there. And again, like we're talking about, hopefully it uh it lives up to whatever it's gonna be. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Thought it was a pretty interesting Gamescom. Some good stuff. And uh, I think, again, I want to say this. Jeff Keighley fucking killed it. That, that yeah. guy kills it all the time. Because his was just like... A lot of the major stuff we talked about was on his opening night Gamescom. So, for a lot yeah, of people... Yeah, I talk, see a lot of announcements. Yeah. Anything after that, I didn't see much. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of people talk shit about Jeff Keighley. I got Jeff Keighley's back. I think he does a great job. Yeah, it was like cool him. what he did. Uh, I like Gamescom with everything you guys heard. I know you guys didn't really keep up with all of it. Neither did I. Um, what'd you guys think? Yeah, I mean, that Doke 5, I hope it's good because it looks fucking, it looks fun. Like, it looks something different now. It looks, uh, I'm, I'm excited for that. Hopefully, it, like I said, I'm being a, a bit uh, uh, cautiously optimistic for that game. Joe? Uh, Saints Row? Enough said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. Well, guys, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollpodcast.gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollpodcast. It's thirdpartycontrollpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Liberal with... Beto Sparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. Vagina. Joe has a vagina. Say something. Random. Random. Hey, I can hear my voice. From my headphones. Random. Random. Was that our duet?
Rando. Rando. <laughs> no, we have to go. Chula, chula, chula. Chula, chula, chula. Chula, chula, chula. You ruined it. Chula, Say something, I'm giving up. Look at that shit. You guys ready? You punched him? First thing you said when she got in the house, punch me. Joe beats me off. Did you miss Joe while you were gone? What? (laughs) How was uh, Creverin? How how smelly did the house smell like, oh, this dude was jerking off every place around the house? Because he would jerk off into the toilet. Yeah. He was smart. He jerked off in the shower. So it went in the drain. No smell. Joe, you think right. How was, how was, how was Cleveland? Yeah, Creeper. It was okay. Yeah. See, Jess is prepared. Jess is prepared, but also racist. <laughs> she's racistly repaired. <laughs> no, she's repaired. She's prepared racistly. Yes. <laughs> you have to be nowadays. Well, I mean, prepared racistly just sounds like you're ready to say something racist. <laughs>